January 22nd uh, workshop for the village of Crooksville. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Lace, what you got for us this evening? First up, we have John. Is it Thiebert? Yeah. Wow, great guest. Okay, <laughs> with Aspen Energy. Yeah, so um, thank you for having me. Um, Hi, John. Hello, thank you. Um, so it sounds like you guys had this in the past. You guys yeah. had this code of ballot. When was that? Oh, I'm going to say eight range in the. It's been a decade, probably. It's okay. probably been 2010 to 2012, 2014 range, I think, okay. somewhere around in there. So you guys are well aware of what the community aggregation is and everything. Mm -hmm. I put, actually, Ohio Community Council. It's on the left-hand side. Uh, some more information on non-based to Ohio State uh, opinion of it, what it is, the opt-out program, and what it could do. Of course, the whole community can take advantage. It's a choice program. No fees be in or out of the program for a certain person. They can be, they can jump in, jump out. It's no problem whatsoever. There's no fees to them whatsoever. So um, programs coming together. We're seeing right now, uh, AEP rates right now, 11.32 cents. Um, I provided kind of just where it is and where it's kind of gonna go for the next couple of years. It's kind of ridiculous. And uh, this is kind of like the hot topic. Gas is kind of, it's always kind of volatile, but electric is kind of the hot one because it's so high right now. Um, for example, we just signed up, uh, I did City Hillsboro, they started their program in November, uh, 659. So we did theirs, um, it was good, it was good acceptance. We had 75% acceptance going into the program. We're still having people trickle in. So um, the program is helping people, again, there's no fees to them. Anybody can be in the program, even if you're on a budget program with AEP. Um, the only person that can't be on it, of course, if you're a um, government assistance, because those rates you don't want to touch. So, uh, about Aspen Energy. So we've been around since 2000. We've been doing this for quite a while. We have communities all across Ohio, um, including your standard electric natural gas for business that we do, like Genesis. I think Genesis has been our customer for 10, 12 years now. Um, and uh, so we are trying to put together this program that I think really can help people, it will help people save quite a bit of money. And what we kind of do differently on our end, we take all the calls personally. That's what we like to do, because I'm personally showing my face here. We can get them switched over. We have over 25 employees at our Aspen Energy, so we can handle the load. It's no problem whatsoever. For Hillsboro, I think we had 80 to 90 calls. So easy, actually, within the 21-day period to get people in or out of the program. And if they want to get out, we don't fine, you want to get out. It's their choice. So we don't pressure anybody to do that. Um, looking into uh, the program, of course, the process takes steps to become certified. Got to go about it. It's kind of a three-pronged process. First comes to you guys. You say, yeah, let's get the ordinance together. Let's put it on a ballot. Ballot, people approve it, and it comes back to you. Um, that's kind of the area where it's like, well, here's AEP rates and here's our rates. And that's where you kind of see the savings of where you're going to be at. Uh, you want to make sure, of course, there's a savings. If there's not, there's no need to put a program in place. You're certified, great, Dill's work. Let's wait until rates come down, see what happens, and kind of see where the market is. Kind of gives you a three-prong vetted process. Our suppliers are, of course, you have to be an aggregator in the state of Ohio to be that supplier, and they are the biggest in the nation, to be honest, because to be an aggregator, there's risk involved. You don't know how many people are going to be in the program, how many are So, um, another thing that we know, we don't group you together with other communities, meaning that you're not going to be with somebody that is over in Central Ohio somewhere. You pick your term, you pick your rate. This is your program. We want you guys to be proud of it. This is yours. So, what you term think is best, go forward. You guys will pick that going forward. We run the whole process. We handle all the bandwidth, the ordinance language, uh, bat language, all legal side, and uh, run the RFP and get you guys certified to be um, a community aggregator in the state of Ohio. Um, on the left-hand side, I put a proposal on there. On that has a couple references and also our certifications. Um, has kind of where AEP and Columbia Gas is currently at. You guys see that um, trend where it's going. There's a sheet in there, ADP just did their next auction for 20, 
It's going to start June 2024 and goes to May 2025. That's 71, which is basically 7.1 cents. That is energy only. That doesn't include transmission, the line losses, uh, capacity. So we're probably going to see, of course, we don't know yet. There's another 50% to be um, tranched out. We're going to see that be around, we're looking at probably about eight to eight and a half cents. So that's what we're kind of seeing right now. So of course, this being a presidential year, it's moved up to March. So there's nothing to be on about there. Either be, uh, everything has to be submitted 90 days prior. So we're looking at November about if you guys would like to go ahead and go forward with this. I know I talked a lot there, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Any questions or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, the one yeah. I, you said that you do not group the aggregation plan that we were looking at before, I thought was we did group with other communities. That's how we gained leverage. Yeah. So for that being said, you can gain leverage in a certain way if you want to agree to their terms. If you want to agree, hey, yeah, we're going to do 36 months. Let's say you don't want to do that. That's too long for you guys. That's what you guys feel here. Uh, you guys pick 12. You guys go all the way to 60 months. I present all those rates and everything for you. It really comes down to what is a, where the market currently is at. That's really where your best rates are going to be at. So like we just signed up Hillsborough at 6.59. We have smaller communities because the market's actually come down a little bit. Or now we just signed somebody in the high fives. And we're looking at the low sixes for like smaller communities, like a thousand people, which you guys are a little bigger than. So you probably know low sixes as well, six one, six two. Of course that's today. And this isn't going to happen today. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I'm just trying to say kind of where it's at. Whatever the market evolves, if and when it would pass. Correct. Correct. So, what I kind of like to do, what I do for communities, they think of public meeting helps. Uh, of course, I don't know how involved your community is. They would show up to that, um, post stuff online, um, anything that you think that, just for more information and, of course, going out um, if people want to. But the, the big issue that we're seeing that the rates are just so high right now, and people are getting hit so hard. Uh, for example, that difference is 659 to 1132. If you take that for the year, I mean, you're seeing $400 savings per household for just electric. We don't do gas for them. They, they can't do gas. They're only pipe. But we can't do Columbia gas, which, so. But kind of, again, hot topics kind of electric. What's the current Columbia gas rate, do you know? Uh, I think it's right now it's 43. 43 cents CCF. So they're going to have, um, actually, today's the 22nd. So one more week, we'll, you, those rates change each every every month. So we're going to find out in a week what the next month's going to be. So but that's what you're looking at right now. But we're kind of having a hard winter. Now it's switched to now a very mild winter. Kind of like last year, we had a hard, like right around Christmas is really bad, and then it just died. Yeah, warmed up. And yeah, the market just completely just tanked, and it yeah. was just, we were signing people. Now right. it's been warm up until like eight days ago, and yeah. then it got cold, and now we're going to come out of it and be in the 50s the rest of the week. Correct, yeah. Yeah, like we just, I mean, actually I just signed up the uh, village of Thurston, a uh, small community. We, yeah. just, we just did uh, just their village accounts. Uh, we did them in high fives for just their village accounts. So, of course, that's totally separate. That's with them. So it's aggregation, which sure. they said they might want to, but of course, that's, you know, there's a, but. It's always something that we could look at and sit down and consider based on what we, um, you know, whether you wanted to do a one-year deal or a two-year deal, you have those similar options available for the municipalities too don't you correct yeah we don't yeah and we don't do exclusive agreements i mean we're not telling you hey you have to sign a five-year agreement with us it's nothing like that right. you pick the term you pick the i mean what rates are there so uh, how similar is this aggregation to the plans that they offer like the citizens like you, you can sign up for to on the apples apples kind of thing like choiceenergy.com yeah, yeah. It's so this program, there's no fees if you want to enter or exit the program. Okay. So, in a lot of stuff, here, this is a vetted process, meaning if you go there, you're going to see a lot of suppliers and yeah. you won't see that supplier there the next month. <laughs> you're going to see a new supplier in there, all this kind of stuff, and the rates that you're going to see in there, uh, they're going to be, every, yeah, they're going to be everywhere. So, ours people, is a, 
it's had success with that, and I've heard people that's failed miserably. You know, they reach the end of the term, and then it, then their rates is good. So if you do, for example, you you, yeah, you do like a one-year agreement. You forget to re-sign that. You oh. sign six. Yeah. Next thing you know, your rate is nine ten cents because your term's over, and all of a sudden jumps up. There's nothing like that. You're either on the AEP rate with this aggregation program, or <coughs> you are um, you're with the AP rate, or you're with the aggregation program. I mean, like you're not going to flip to nine or anything like that. You're going to have that information for you. So yeah. they send that stuff out like 30 or 45 days before it goes to renew again, too, saying, "Hey, it's coming." You know, take your new rig. Yeah. Pick your new carrier. If not, if you don't do anything, it renews at such and such this rate at the next billing cycle usually. That doesn't happen. We I come back in here and say. I mean, let's say you guys did 24. Do you guys like it? Do you not? I'll provide data analysis of where AP was, how much usage you had every single month, and how much basically your usage is, and how much you guys saved overall. Sure. So, and and with electric, not natural gas, there is a civic grant funding if you guys are interested in that. Um, we have some that are, some are, and some aren't. So it's all up to you. So we can add that in there or not. So can we split the? Uh, Length of the contract between gas and electric, or both of them have to be the same as far as longevity? No, they're two separate entities. Okay. They're two separate things on the bill. They're two different commodities. So, again, I will, if this goes whole way, present it 12 to 60 months. Here's all your rates up here, what's kind of going on right now. So, based on your opinion, what's uh, the best length of contract? 18 to 24 months right now. Long term is not looking good. And I, it just, there's high premiums. We don't know, there's uncertainty in the markets, capacity with PGM, which is our national grid. We don't know the capacity, which is kind of a big issue. Um, that's supposed to be RFP basically gonna, that information's gonna come out next couple months for the following year, but we don't know that right now. And because of that, you're seeing rates, suppliers have premiums on them to cover because they don't wanna make sure they don't lose money. So I always, I recommend short term right now. And of course, if, if you're on your own program, you can always shop out your own program. You see yeah. a better rate, jump on it. It's your choice, I mean, yeah. And I can certainly, somebody give me a call, I can move them out the program, it's no big deal. No. I wonder what our savings would be on the billings alone it would be worth honestly I've been going back and forth with the AEP over the last couple of weeks um, being a little pushy about sign now sign now this is only good for this what better rate can you give me so he and I have kind of gone back and forth for the last couple of weeks um, I mean we have 32 accounts with them so I feel like I mean that's that's a lot yeah. so um, so he and I have kind of gone back and forth with it. So I'm doing the safe Hillsborough right now. We're sitting around five one, so five point one cents. That's where the. I don't, of course, I don't know where your situation is, but that's where. That's yeah, where I want to say what was it? There was a couple was, of different rates. Yeah, it was started out at what nine, and he got down to six something. But I kind of let it ride just to see because you know if you can jump down that much then. So. If you want me to, I can always take a look for the village. It's, of course, it's, there's no obligation, no fee. Here's the rate I can provide. That's it. That's, that's to give you guys a, there's another option. Here you go. You know, if you go somewhere else, good. At least you have something to compare it to. Right. Sure. That's all sure. I can do. It's good to have options. Yeah. And if you're honest and up front with it, it's better than the guy playing back and forth. Like, well, well, what can I get out of him? What can I get out of him? And he's saying. And he started at nine. Well, if he was wanting us, you to give us your best option right off the top. Well, he and I were back and forth because he's saying we only have three different, was it three different rates? Mm -hmm. And we, Courtney and I sat down and looked at all the AEP bills, and the rates are all over the place. Yeah. Um, you know, it's right there in black and white. I can see what we're looking at. So. And I'm sure the uh, higher rate is where we're using the most. I guarantee it. Because I'm 
<laughs> Somewhere I want to say was like eleven. Pump stations, yep. mm -hmm. three 11. phase, anything three phase. Three that's uh, yeah. where it's at right now. Um, it did go ten nine. It went back up for this quarter. Uh, but I haven't seen a nine. I haven't priced out a nine personally since summer, beginning of summer of twenty twenty two, with the whole Russia Ukraine. Yeah, if that, you look at that natural gas graph, you when just, that started, it's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. So that's the only time I've ever seen a nine. Yeah. February, March of twenty-two, it all changed. Yeah, and Everything I apologize if through the roof. people dying. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that. Pennsylvania, we—that's our second biggest state. We—that's everywhere. Nines is like, hey, that's not bad. But utilities are fourteen cents there. Oof. So it's kind of. You see Connecticut. I'm happy to get twelve. Wow. So it's great. Wow. It's, What's that? What, what's the reasoning there? Grid cost? Uh, they're, they're, it, the grid is extremely old. They have no resources up there. No resources. So it's all transportation up there. Extremely yeah. high transportation yeah. costs. Somebody down here putting on the computer and clicking it and sending it that way, huh? You're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> switching stations. It's an old infrastructure up there. It's, but it's a lot of people too. So. Sure. Having back down, having he back can explain it. I'm an hour away, so that's... We can go down to the rec center. If, rec center if like we have before and have a town meeting. And if it's, yeah. If we just, you know, if it if warrants enough people to come in and, and yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, throughout Ohio, I think it was 90, I think it was around 94% passed on aggregation the last three. Um, townships were a little less because townships are villages and cities, much different. Uh, counties were way less um, yeah so but villages and town uh, villages and cities that's where it's a pretty high uh, completion percentage so mm -hmm. any more questions from here when you talked earlier you said fixed income um, is that I'm just gonna be blunt <laughs> is that welfare or is that Social Security Something like that. It's I we just kind of use it as a term overall. Somebody has a fixed price, like a senior citizen, Social Security, and they have that fixed price. Um, so you can use a budget plan. You can go through AP and do a budget plan. Now, if you switch to our program, you're paying that budget plan at eleven point three two cents. If we're doing this today, um, you're going to switch over to our rate. But you, I will always tell everybody call AEP because there's going to be a true period, and you're going to get hit with that true period. Meaning like, hey. Um, you might have, your budget plan might start in March of last year. Well, the rates for AEP were 6.5, and now those rates are going to be a true period for next March, and you're being paid 11.2 or something the whole time. You just want to make sure to call them to make sure that you're not going to get hit with a big bill before we switch you. That's what we always <coughs> want to make sure of because yeah. you don't want surprises. And if you're putting this on the ballot, it's just for inside Kirksville. It's not the entire. Right. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking, but when you look at households in the village we have a lot of lot you have online. you have a lot of fixed income fixed income oh sure a lot of fixed income sure so we look at it at the village or at the municipal level here first village yeah. level here and see what we do we get from there yeah reason i think it's worth at least Seeing what they can offer, seeing you know what kind of savings, if, if any. Yep. I mean, we spend a ton of money on energy, so if we can save any money, that's a good thing. Yep. You said you would go ahead and look at the village and see what what we're paying and what we've been paying, and give us an idea of what the savings would be. Yeah, we can do whole cost analysis on that. Just a simple breakdown which you guys already know what you're paying we're going to take a course your usage of what you previously paid we don't know what you're we do estimate because we don't know what you're going to use we don't know how it's going to be or anything like that right. let's use the past history and this is the savings we see and you're going to see the rate and everything like that so okay. that's just presented to you so it's it's it takes me about um uh if i get it it takes me about two to three days so to put everything together simple okay. so 
Cool. Courtney and I can get with you tomorrow or later on this week and see what all you need and get it sent to you. That's good. So, um, oh, I thought you had your hand up for that. No, I'm good. All right. <laughs> A bill statement for 32 accounts. For all 32 accounts with all those different rates and then it'll show all the usages and he can compile it all if you only look at gas too i can as well so gas could be not as much savings because rates are good for gas for Columbia gas right now but of course you'll see everything so okay all right sounds good there's been ample supply of it here late in the warm winters it's helped that yeah yeah these these warm winters it's it's been weird. We haven't had a winter for two years. I feel like. Oh, it's been quite a bit. So I like winters. I like cold. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. I like it up in the nineties. So, we can't, huh, we can't afford to have bad winters because they'll make us turn our thermostat <coughs> down so you can plug your car in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and your car won't get started for six hours. Be just so like you guys your want electric car ports? I, I can put some out here if you need some electric. <laughs> 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 you see, did you see that catastrophe in Chicago that uh, last weekend with no. that? Huh? No, it was all over the news. Yeah, it was primarily from folks had their cars parked at the O'Hare Airport for like a week. Uh -huh. Well, the, the the charge on those batteries went to next to nothing. And so they just went right over to it and they plugged it in to charge it. And it was 10, 12 hours and it wasn't taking a charge. Well, they said that there was a, you got to read your manual on that, but you got to you got to charge the 12 volt battery first to hop the starter and then it charges. A lot of people weren't doing that, so you've seen Tesla after Tesla being towed out of a parking garage, you know, and they were they were all just. Rah! <laughs> yeah, that's we we are not ready for that. No, nah, the grid's not ready for it. No, no, it's 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 15 years away in my opinion. Uh, if they can get onto it and start building to scale what they really need to do, but I have companies being forced into it. They're like, we don't want it, but we have to because our customers. XYZ afford for example hey we have to do it because we're a tier one supplier to Ford so we have to do this we have to do this and I'm just like yeah. I'm sorry the Ford F-150 Lightning the sales on that have plummeted they're sitting in parking lots everywhere because nobody wants to buy one and Ford F-150 and I used to work for automotive for a number of years no one's selling car or truck car yeah but it's, yeah. you can't tell I mean sells by far more than the other car we've been trying to get their business forever so yeah <coughs> Say we. I'm going to work for them anymore. I've been able to ask for years. Sorry. All right. Um, sorry. Yeah. But um, any other questions for me? Um, my information, my cards in there. Please give me a call anytime. Uh, certainly answer anything else you have for me. I mean, so. cool. You live in Columbus area. Is that where you're at? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not far at all. Had a nationwide insurance. Um, farm adjuster that lived up there his name was Thiever uh, first name was Paul run into yeah my uncle Paul that's Paul Thiever no way. yeah yeah <laughs> I'm gonna, my my uh sorry my dad was one of 12. okay yeah, yeah so yeah. My, uh yeah they were, were everywhere uh, <laughs> I mean, my dad that's was, awesome yeah I have to give him oh my god he's going crazy he lives in Florida now yeah yeah, yeah. he's down to he, Florida he's done he retired from Uncle Nate years a few years ago yeah you know, we always uh he was he was he was one of the good ones he was a good dude yeah, that's not a common name around here. So when I see him, I'm like, I'm just going to ask him. Oh man, yeah, he's going to get kicked out. He's probably, yeah, probably Tampa, is that or Orlando? Is that no, right? Uh, yeah, um, he moved down to I think it's called the Villages. Yeah, 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 yeah Tampa, yeah. outside Tampa. Yes, yeah. um, he moved down there. To Sarasota. Is that okay? Yeah, that's. Where I, he just plays golf all the time. That's what he does. He just plays golf all the time. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Small world, man. Yeah. But thank you very much. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Is there a sign in sheet or do I? No, you're good. You're on record. You're good. All, right. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Everything is recorded anymore. Be careful out there. Yeah, be careful. It's just starts raining. Thank you. We'll be calling your uncle. Um, up next, I wanted to start talking about um, staff for the pool and start kind of getting that out there. Um, we have reached out to Maria and um, Mona 
and neither are interested in coming back as managers. Um, so we're definitely going to have to start looking for pool managers, but I would like to get it out now so people can sign up for <coughs> classes. Um, Billy said she just saw them for the Red Cross start advertising it. Yeah. Um, so with that comes um, the discussion on um, pay rates. Um, obviously, the lifeguards are going to have to go up to at least the minimum wage, which is 1045. Um, last year, the assistant manager made 1055 and the manager made 1125. So with the increase of minimum wage, I kind of wanted to touch base with everybody. So as I was out, we were advertising, <coughs> you know, we could put that information out there at what the pay rates would be. Yeah, well, I've got 1045 now. So because we had them at minimum wage to $10 an hour, so they're automatically at 1045. And then we've got uh, our pay scale, uh, head lifeguards, 1045 to 11 bucks an hour. Our assistant pool manager is 1045 to $12 an hour, <coughs> and pool manager is 1045 to 13 bucks an hour. And that's your pay scale. So do you want to just say? Courtney and I were kind of looking at it earlier, thinking, you know, with offsetting it, if we were to do maybe the manager at 12 and the assistant manager at 1150. Yeah, What's or, or 1150, 12.50, give a dollar difference. There's could, a little, yeah. yeah. There's more, a uh, little more responsibility there. What does everybody feel? <laughs> 1150 and 1250? I'm good with that. I'm good with it. It's a lot of responsibility. And, sure is. You know, yeah. last year was a big difference for the staff here because the manager and assistant manager did a great job down there. They ran things, they took care of things. There were far less complaints, concerns. It, they had control of it. Um, where in other years we've had Responsible adults. Two responsible <laughs> adults down there, and it made well, you had two moms. A world of difference. You know, you had two moms running the show. Yeah. And, and it didn't hurt that they happened to know everybody. Right, right. They're not interested in coming back. <coughs> they are not. No. They just did it last year because we were kind of down to the end of our rope, and we had nobody, and they wanted to make sure that they saw the pool open. Um, so really. Yeah, they, but we did reach out to them because they did a great job last year. But they've got kids and lives and they're very busy. So it, I know it took a lot out of both of them last year, um, which, you know, I appreciate that. They did a lot for the community. And so. Um, well, get something like a flyer there for the lifeguards and so forth so Bill can take it out to the school. Yep. And, <clears throat> Maybe even something for the manager, the manager spot too. Just see if we've got a, yeah. you know, a summertime thing. Yep. And if they're advertising already for lifeguards, maybe we ought to put that on there. That the class is now being offered. Classes yep. are being yep. offered now, or offered whatever at this place. Classes. Well, we might want to put that on the flyer. And I feel like. For a lot of people, it's more of a downtime right now than waiting until spring when there's so many sports and so many different, and I know kids are in sports now, but it is kind of a quieter time right now, so if they could get in them now, maybe it wouldn't be such a... I think maybe we could get push. somebody pick somebody to take it now rather than later, because they might be looking somewhere else later. Yeah, sure. and that's, we were talking and like to really get it out there and get push hard, there. and it's all we can do is start now and see how it goes, yeah. so... Um, It'll be here before you know it. Four months from now, yeah, they'll be. Call me and I'll come and get it. <coughs> Four months from now, school will be out and they'll be wanting to get in it. Right. <laughs> um, and I know the mayor and I have talked about, you had talked to someone at the school about getting the students down to help with some of the painting and different things yeah. at the pool house. Yep. Um, I'd like to get the pool painted this year. We didn't get it painted, I think, the last two years. Yep. I'd like to get the pool painted this year. Um, definitely, I talked to. 
Tim Bob a little bit today about, you know, working with the kids, painting inside the pool house, definitely the concession stand area. See, so kind of update that a little bit. Um, last year they were opening that the outside windows, which I think helps a little bit because um, in years, the last few years before that, they hadn't been opening that up. And with the amount of traffic that we're seeing down at the disc golf, you know, anybody walking through could stop. So, you know, every little bit helps. Um, I would really like to see, um, we've got some siding that needs replaced on the building and the soffit really needs to be replaced. I'd really like to get a quote on that. Um, it's, it's in pretty bad shape and when Tim and I were talking today, to his knowledge, it's not been replaced since it's been here. Um, and some areas are, are pretty terrible. Um, so I would like to at least get a quote and see what kind of cost we'd be looking at for that. Um, just to improve the appearance a little bit. Um, we've got some trees out front that are gonna need to come down this year. I've already talked to the guys about it. Um, we've got a couple, they're just the mm -hmm. smaller decorative, I don't know if they're the ornamental cherry or what they are. I think they're crab, crab apples. apples. Maybe. <coughs> yeah. Crab apples. Yeah. They bloom nice and things and they look, but they're yeah. out there. They've outgrown their lifespan for the area they're in. Well, we need to is, put the something really, really dead. The like, one, if you yeah. go and lean on it, yeah, it leans with you. Yeah. So um, they're pretty for three weeks out of the year, and then they're yeah. kind of a dirty. They're kind of a dirty tree. Just, so deer like them. Yeah, yeah. Well, certain ones, the ones that have the full crab apples, yes, but these ornamental ones. But. I would say there's birds eat them. I think that's about it. Three or, three or four of them there, and I would say at least <clears throat> two of them are going to really need to come down. So um, we started talking to the guys about that kind of stuff. So we are starting to talk about spring. Maybe just with the cold snap, we're all just wishing for spring. So um, yeah, just a couple never, of couple never hurts of, to get ahead of the game. Yeah, and the um, what I mentioned to you too, if we're going to look at some of that sprucing up and painting and so forth. Maybe the old uh, uh, concession stand, the block building inside the, the old football field. It's it's rough and it's going to need a roof sooner than later. Um, the roof on it's an old shingle roof and I bet you it's knocking on 20 plus years old. I don't think they did anything with it when they did the football remodel there in 2008. It looked like it was old then. Uh, now that that's ours, it's, you know, I'd hate for these windstorms. And since nobody's down there every, all the time looking at it, you get a windstorm on it and it lifts the shingles off of it. And then all of a sudden you got a leak and then you got a hole in the roof. Right. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, I can start reaching out about getting a... Probably get a metal roof back on the other red. Yeah, yeah, go a red, go a red metal roof, put it all and uh, have it uh, all uniform down there. Sure. Okay. And then you don't have to worry about it no more. Okay. Um, so I know there had been some questions um, regarding how we were doing with Rita. Um, so Courtney kind of worked on that a little bit today. And it's going to be really hard to tell exactly how we're doing just because with COVID, things have changed so much. Um, so. Here's one that for you to help you with that. Um, so, let me give everybody a minute to kind of look at this. The top page is from Rita. It's a report from them for last year. Um, that shows like how much they collected, and then it shows our retainer, and then on the very far right column shows how much we actually got each month. Um, the next page is just I pretty much just summarized those other pages behind it on just from last year to 2018, how much I brought in. Um, and then the other ones are just showing the same thing just every year, how much it was. So. Yeah. Wow. COVID 2020, 2021, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then last year, obviously, Rita's was only that. 585,000. The rest was still a little bit Lisa was doing just with the transition. She was still doing a little bit in-house at the beginning and then 
the money we get from the state of Ohio every year as well. So I just tried to break that down so you can see what we actually got from Rita. They started in <clears throat> 2022, right? Rita? Rita? No, we started at the beginning of last year, January 1 of January last year. 1 of this year. Of 2023. But for 2022's tax return. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we've got a year's worth of data. Yeah. And we'll see really what it, this between this year and going into next year. You'll yeah. have three years of, yeah. of of components there to, to really gauge. Correct. Okay. And um, Mayor and I were kind of going back and forth earlier about how things were going. Um, with the residents, you know, you don't always hear the good stuff, but... You know, with the switchover, some people were really unhappy. They were used to coming in, talking to Lisa, dealing with Lisa. Those people were pretty vocal last year because um, a lot of them didn't want to deal with someone out of town. Um, so I'm anxious to see, after doing it last year, to see... Nobody likes the difference. Nobody likes right. change. Right. And that's... I think this year will be better. Be better. Yeah. 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 Well, they know what to expect. Right. So we'll see what this year brings. Um, this was just kind of a summary for last year, so you can see where we're at. Okay. So. Yeah. Thanks. This is good stuff. Good job. Thanks. Okay. Um, up next. Uh, Mayor, did you want to talk about this survey, or do you want me to kind of go over it? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mayor Muller was sent this survey from Eric Peterson, um, the gentleman that was here with the tree grant. Um, and basically, um, to be able to get any money from the EPA <coughs> grants, we need to fill out this survey. And he wanted us to bring it to council and kind of get everybody's feedback and information on what your feelings were. So I'll just kind of read the questions and Courtney and I will take some notes and then I'll go and fill it out this week and get it submitted. So, um, um, the first one is what does your community need to attract sustainable non, yeah, non extractive economic developments? Not everybody all at once. <laughs> <laughs> what is this survey about? It's part of the Inflation Reduction Act um, that was passed, oh, when was it passed? A year, a year and a half ago. Uh, it's, 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 it's an economic engine that was used to generate tax base and money for, like Intel, going out there to, to Johnstown. When they passed that, it gave them initiative to plant roots out there and, and to build that it's over a two billion dollar uh, fund basically and and the EPA is getting money from it um, and they're divvying out grants now through I think it's I think that letter said next this coming November um, but they need surveys filled out to better uh, gauge where uh, to kind of point and shoot, basically. Um, there's money set aside out there for technical assistance. I'm going back through it here now. Uh, da -da -da. Community-driven projects uh, through the EPA that build capacity for communities to tackle environmental and climate justice challenges, strengthen climate resilience, and advance clean energy to the forefront. So the question again was what? Yeah. What does your community need to attract sustainable economic development? 
We've talked about it all along, aesthetics like sidewalks, streetscapes, streetscapes, lighting. Think infrastructure projects. Infrastructure projects. We got we got we got phase three, phase, phase two. two and phase three of stormwater on China Street. Stormwater on China and Main Main Street storm drain that runs from the top of the hill down to the creek behind. You know, that's that's what I was kind of thinking in my head that that would be a, a, a good project for that number. Main and Sand Street. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's been on the shotgun hit list for about eight years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's still on the shotgun hit list because uh, that's going to be a pretty big animal to to tackle. Um, you know, we've already got our sewer stuff figured out for the for the uh, booster stations, but um, you know, in, in in our water for Sand Street up to the top of the hill, but you know, just thinking environmentally, think um, think infrastructure projects like that. Yeah, what he said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or just listen back to it and just type that in, and we'll just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are underutilized and underappreciated assets in or near your community? What's underutilized? Rec yeah. Center, Pottery Museum. Pottery Museum. Well, that's not in the village, though. Well, it says in our vicinity, right? In or near. In or near. Near. Just it's just for assets in or near your community. So, um, hmm, thinking cats. Other than a, other than few people out there fishing at the reservoirs along uh, Tatman's Tatman's Road, you've got those. You've got those. Uh, you know we can. I don't know. We can. You know, Tom had talked about this a couple different times on trying to commercially lease out the old grounds out at the water plant. Uh, you've got those sludge lagoons and those, um, uh, you know, pumping, holding um, ponds. Ponds. Ponds, basically. Um, Somebody, somebody that uh, wanted to do freshwater tilapia, and then things could probably make it go of that out there. Yeah, you talked about that several times. Okay. That'd be, that'd be economic development. Mm -hmm. You could lease it out to them somehow, you know, somewhere around in there. There's a little bit of there's a few things out there we'd have to do to get totally out of that plant, but it's uh, have a beautiful lot to build some industry. Hmm? Wilson's have a beautiful lot that we could that needs industry put on it. This out here? Out South Park area. Yeah, nothing can go on there. Because of the because yeah, all they did in there was they dug down to to the lead and they had to, they lined it and then had to fill it with fresh dirt from up above it. Everything under that's encased. So the land is no. useless. Yeah, it'll it'll just be a hayfield. That's a shame. Yep. Be nice to have a nice industry right there. Yep. They did all that work for cleaning the lead out of it and they lined her so the water wouldn't. You know, the rain wouldn't go down through it. It just goes to it, and that's it. Is that for a duration, or is that forever? Ah, wait, Tom explained it to me. It was, it was forever. I, I, I check into that again, seriously. And I agree, you guys. It is prime area for well, industrial. It'd be nice yeah. to have a medical center or something move in right there. <laughs> Tom Tom always just said all that could be done was either for hay or you could you could really build some baseball fields on. Yeah, all fields. 
It's a great, great place for that. The grants, but, yeah. <laughs> but here's the deal. You don't own it, so. <laughs> but we don't own the Pottery Museum either. No, we don't. No. Yeah. No. Just our assets that we own. Okay. What is a dream project for your community? Businesses uptown. Downtown revitalization of some kind. We've always had the projects out there, but we've never got the funding for them. If this ACG grant is probably going to end up the same way. We won't get a penny out of it, the way it sounds. Yep. Let's cross our fingers we will, but it doesn't look good. We haven't heard a peep from anyone about it, so that's not a good sign. Well, last we heard from him, he wanted to build a new park. Yeah. By the river. Yeah. By the river. Yeah. One thing. We always packed one of the things in the community, walk, walk the trail around the park. We've talked about that several times in incorporating that new piece of property we just took in. So and um, that was originally on my agenda for tonight to go with the rest of the park stuff. Chris Rice and I worked on it um, towards the fall did, last did, year. He had one marked out. Did he find and it? I don't think he found that. I kind of marked one out, and uh, he and I and his wife kind of walked it. Um, he took different measurements. We took Google measurements. So I do have that. Um, okay. You incorporated some of the, the yes. wild area that we, we were talking about, maybe adding into it, where, where we just bought, took that across the creek from the ball field. I don't have that incorporated okay. into it. Um, we do have the... Um, Remember we wanted to put a section that through there where it would be... Yeah, we could definitely and look we into that. We were talking really about doing different lengths, so it wasn't just a set. So if you, you wanted to do, there, yeah, right, have a cut if you off wanted to, you know, walk around the old football field, that would be so much. And we had different kind of options um, laid we'll out. That option added in. Um, okay, but yeah, we definitely, um, he and I got together towards the end of fall. Then, then we can use these trees we have to plant. Mm -hmm. When we cut the trees down, we could put some nice flowering trees and stuff back in there and make it nice for people to walk. Yeah. Give them a little shade and a little something nice to look at. Okay. So anything else for your dream project? I always want an amphitheater down there, but that's just me. That's not <laughs> your community needed to be prepared for the future climate storms will be stronger there could be surprise influx of new residents seasonal weather will be generally less predictable energy grids will be more vulnerable etc I think we need to add two more disaster sirens one at the park and one out at South Park those areas plus the one downtown the wind gets blowing a certain direction, you cannot hear. If you're inside and the furnace is running or your air conditioner is on, you're not going to hear it. We need more adequate advance notice through the... That's one thing I would recommend. What's council feel on that? I mean... It'd be a bad idea. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, not I mean, idea. it's safe. It's a primary safety. I think safety. that ties back into when you were talking about climate change and all that. Ties right back into some of the other stuff we already talked about. That's what I was thinking the drainage and stuff. Storm water. Storm, storm, storm water yep. runoff would be huge yep. for storm water projects. We have plenty. Yep. Start at the top of every hill and work your way to the creek. Well, when I was a mayor, just just an <laughs> FYI, when I was a mayor, I checked in with Hall Associates at the time. Their recommendation, and I still hold this to, to be true. You start with your creek and you work back because that's your largest discharge outlet and then they get smaller as you go back further away from it but you start you know because that we have flooding so 
everything goes to the crick, so we have to start the crick and go backwards. That's what they're, you can check with any engineer, they'll tell you the same thing. But, uh, and it's not cheap. Nothing's cheap anymore. That's why we have stormwater fees. Help, help with that. At least that we have enough money in there for planning grant for the stormwater. We have to have a match for that. Anything else you would consider for long-term benefits to your community? Then, Mary. Long-term benefits for the community. Could probably tie most of the stuff we've already said back into it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that other than what we've already said? Abolish running the EPA would be a nice benefit for the community. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to put that out. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. Um, is your municipality interested in being Rural Action's statutory partner for community change grant? This principal partnership will direct the bulk of projects. A community's organization need not be statutory partner to participate in the grant's projects. You need to that's a lot of that's a lot of words. Sorry, <laughs> I um, needed to summarize that a little better. Maybe ask for some clarifications from him on that, but I think it's uh, going back to. Would you like to be the lead on that? Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to have your hands on all the projects, but you got to have a knowledge of all the projects to to be. I don't know about that. A, do we have the manpower for it? B, do we have the time? You know, fit in the word practical. You gotta be practical with it. Okay. That's all I have for that, unless anybody else has anything to add. Um, Christy Smith reached out to me. Um, they are looking for somewhere to have softball signups. They would like to have them, um, if everybody's okay with it, at the rec center from 9 until 11, the Saturdays in February. It's not, it's not being used right now during that time period, so it's not going to be interfering with anything else. We always did it before. calendar the shelter houses for the community celebration this year will need June 29th and I don't believe I believe the party festival's in Rizzo this year so there won't be anything in the park in July and then if McCord wants to do the flea market again I think it's that second full weekend in August yeah yep. I think he already has he's got yeah. that launched out yep. okay like Wednesday to Wednesday yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so that. we need to kind of let know what's going on yeah kind of mm -hmm. let the football people know that hey okay. we'll be standing down there yelling at them they're not using the football field they can practice on it. right we let them yeah last year we sure did I personally I I think that's a good use of the field to let them use that area rather than just out because yeah. when um, what Brandon Porcer was talking about the kids not knowing the yardage especially when they're throwing sure yeah. I mean it's good usable space. I mean, might as well. They can practice all three teams right there yeah. at I, once. I think Bill Hampton was right when uh, he said here in three or four years you'll see them playing football back down there. I just might be able to. Yeah. It'll swing. Benjamin always does. So, um, <laughs> 
Daryl wasn't able to be here. Um, he left me with a couple things. Um, he's got two applications out waiting on background checks. Uh, they're waiting on the garage door glass. Yeah. Um, well, the estimate to fix 216 was about 40 grand. And they're guessing we won't get it back until April. Yeah. April. And so if they're guessing April, that's it's not, probably going to be May. That's not crazy. So. Um, I had body shops last year that were, um, depending on the, depending on the damage, like with cabs of trucks and so forth. I had one jumping and screaming that, you know, it was July and the body shop was telling them, if you tell me right now, I can get you in in October. And she's like, October? I can't do October, that's two months. He goes, October of next year. So she had to take it 35 miles away to have it done because everybody around in town was so backed up they couldn't get it done. All the people that were good at it were backed up. How bad is the damage, It's It's not as bad as what it looked like from the pictures. Mm -hmm. um, it's the amount of work and stuff that you got to do to disassemble it. $40,000 worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the time and effort that you got to do to basically unbolt it, pick everything up, slide it out, work on the box. Disconnect the locker. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of manpower hours in that. We used to just do the same thing, take them off and rechassis them. And it's, it's, it's a job. Yeah. 39000 and some change was the estimate. I'd like to see a picture of the damage. Um, I'm sure I've got them somewhere. Yeah, Daryl's got them. I think yeah. he sent them to me at one point. But I felt like I the pictures looked worse than what it looked like in mm -hmm. reality but that was just my opinion so but it's still driving uh, they haven't had they, it no it's, i don't think i think they've got it marked that it's not yeah it's not safe it's because the door it's right on the corner of the door latch isn't it i think right where the door yeah, on the passenger on the passenger side there I'd like to uh, just make a suggestion because I don't know at this point if it's been done or not because we've had to turn over some main personnel but on our fire and EMS people that we put on for uh, the department make sure before they even drive the apparatus that they have the defensive driving class and they have their make sure their license are checked for points uh, I know in the past one person has slipped through the cracks and come to the department and they had so many points, you know, he couldn't, well, I pulled him off and said, you can't drive no more. He got upset, but until he got his points back, he didn't drive. It's a, it's a make sure, you know, we have to be accountable I, I and we they, don't want things to happen that puts us in danger and loses our, our uh, apparatus. Not only the cost of it, but the income we lost over it. I, I know they have to take a driving test every year. Right. Um, I don't know what all that entails, Fred, but I know they have to take a test every year to be able to drive anything. That's correct, and that still holds true. My point is this, John. It's just saying that we want to make sure that those coming on, before they even drive any apparatus, have that course and have passed it successfully driving our equipment because every piece of apparatus is different driving them. No matter if the, you drive a new leg squad, it's different than Crooksville squad. 216 is driving different than 212 because the weight transfer, the length of the vehicle, motor, all the whole thing. So they have to drive our apparatus and successfully pass that driver's test before they can be able to drive or we're going, you know, we can leave herself open for a... I would have to ask Daryl, but I think, I think that is a policy. Mm -hmm. It is. I know it's a written policy. That they don't drive until they've taken the class. But I have not seen that for a while, not since I was the chief, have I seen that policy in their SOP and writing. I don't, I, I don't know. I know they give that class. Yeah, I, that's I, correct. They I've do. been there when they said it's time to take the driving class. 
You're right. And everybody has to retake it. Yep. <clears throat> and when they, they have an accident, like up down there, where they're drug tested? Yes. Yes. Automatic. Anytime they have an accident, they're Do not pass go, do not collect your $200, go right to pee in the jar. Okay. Executive session per the higher revised code 121.22 G3 litigation. I got one thing. All right. Go ahead. Um, I sent an email out about a grant that we can apply for for the industrial drive. Uh, I call it this industrial drive safety project with sidewalks, curb streets, and the, uh, the lighting. Uh, it's called the Surface Transportation Block Grant. The application is due January the 29th, and you have to go through Buckeye Hills. And we qualify the way I read this. Here, I'll leave it for you. That uh, for that. What? Why are you reading it? It's due the 29th. That's in six days. Seven I sent Seven this days. out on the 18th to everybody on an email, okay, and I'm just bringing it up because this is the first chance we had. We had a council meeting in between that, and this is the first workshop. The 18th? Yeah. The 18th was last Thursday. That's when I sent the email you out. You said we had a meeting in between there. We did on Monday. It's today. It's today's <laughs> the today. The 22nd. I can tell you when I sent it because I No, I believe I'm not arguing when you sent it. I'm just I well it's on here. Thursday, January the eighteenth at two oh six is when I sent it. So to everybody. Just so Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Thursday. So we still have time to get it in. We have to call Buckeye Hills and let them know. And this would be for planning funds to plan the project. Just to plan it only. But we have to get it on and it's part of that transportation alternative program, TAP program through ODOT. And uh, this this can apply to it. Buckeye Hills already has all of our information about that project, right? I, I believe they do. They should be familiar with it because we that was part of the one of the uh, ACG grant projects, I think. So anyway. The time, the clock's the ticking. I'm just presenting it. If council wants to, I think we ought to go ahead and try to get the funding for the planning of it. Where if we ever never get it done or not, at least we'll have the planning done. Well, funds are available. This is the sidewalk on Industrial Drive and lighting, and the curbs, stormwater drains, all that. Now, who's going to walk on the sidewalk? I mean, the people with where the people that walk from most of them from Billy's Green, and then the other part of the people that walk are the people that every walk around town and get their mileage in. They're walking. No. But the, the people in Billy's Green, they're not going to have a sidewalk coming up there to meet it. They'll be out walking on. Well, that's another road. part of. That's a whole different project. Unless you want to include that, I don't care. We can go all the way down through there with it. We're going out of town on the on the left side. We don't even own that. It's that's out of, township. That's out of the corporation. Right. Okay. That's why I stopped right side, at South State Street. On the right side, you got a three hundred foot embankment straight down. Okay. You, you know, you'd have two million dollars in fill. To put in there to put a sidewalk through there. Problem. Unless you tunnel, do a tunnel or something. I'm not looking at that. I wanted to stop at South State Street, and on the west side of South Street Street, there's walks up through there. Not on the east side where Washington Street is, but on the other side, there's supposed to be walks all the way up through that side of the street. My thing is. You see a lot of people walking there. It's not safe at night. The lighting's terrible. They I walk in the street. That. I agree with your, okay. the safety part. But the people that leave, that go from uh, Billy's Green 
the industrial drive, they'd come back by the ballpark, you know, and out the through there and hit industrial drive. They walk through ball fields, they yeah. gravel road through ball fields. Yeah. yeah. They take that shortcut. I did when I was a kid anyway. But anyway, I mean, it make it look nice going all the way to there. Or it looked nice. I agree. I just got a I mean, I think we need to apply for a planning grant and see, and then go from there. What was the max one? I can't tell. It's usually 10. 10%. It's 10. Yeah. Well, she's 20. I'm just looking at the application right now to see how hard it's going to be to get filled out. But most of the information Buckeye Hill should have already. And, uh, you know, if we contact them and get them right on it tomorrow, we probably have time to, you know, get it in. It's just money to have the funds to have a planning grant so we can get an engineer hired, engineer hired to uh, get it all figured out. Is this something you want me to reach out to Buckeye Hills and see if it's even a possibility at yeah. this point when yes, it's late in the game? Yes, please. If they can, if they can help you with the cost estimates and stuff like that, if they have that from the previous, they, they should. Um, it doesn't look like it'd be too bad of a. Yeah, the application isn't as lengthy Thing, as some. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, the rest of it. But the hard part's going to be is the estimated funding. Total project cost, yeah, funding and then the total project cost, we don't know yet. It'd be a lot. Yes. But there, if it's that, we could do it in phases. We mentioned that before I have, about doing it in phases. Do the first phase from here to the bridge. The new bridge, Industrial Drive. Second phase from the bridge to Maple Avenue. Third phase from Maple Avenue out to South State Street. Just that's just a suggestion. We could do it in phases, but if we get the planning money, we'll plan as far as we can have money to plan for. And then we'll have that part of it done. Then they want a shovel ready pro ready project. Bam! Here you go. It's already planned, just like our uh, stormwater down on. Phase two and three, China Street. Melissa Zoller is a planning director, so that she'd be your contact. Very good, dear. You can have I, that. I think I've got one printed out. Actually, okay. Fred, thank okay. You. Thank you. That's all I have. I just wanted to see what everybody thought about it. It's another opportunity we have make a little improvement we don't it, know what it, we're going to get from the ACG. It just makes it tough when you, only, when you put it out on the 18th and has to be back on the 29th. 11 days is a really tight window. Really tight window. I understand that but that's what Buckeye Hill was the day they sent it to me. I'm sorry but it is what it is and some of these you know. All I can do is reach out to them tomorrow yeah. to see what you know Feasibility. see if it's even a possibility. If it's, possible. if it's not then we we know, and if it is, then we do what we can. Yep. Sounds yes. fair. Sounds fair. Okay. Thank you. Good job. That's all I've got. We got. All right. Anything else come for council soon? Good. Hopefully, it stays not raining. Not raining ice. Not freezing. Not posted on midnight. <laughs> No meeting, no meeting next week. No meeting next week. No meeting next week. What's holiday? Fifth Monday. It's just a fifth Monday, which is kind of like a holiday. Yeah. Fifth Monday next week. See everybody back February 5th. Okay. Thank you. Talking about February already. Crazy. Let's get February done and over with.